Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome. Welcome, one and all, to Special Day Morning After Dark. I gotta say, every other week when I record this show, the applause in the beginning is always just as loud and just as enthusiastic as it ever was. Um... It's Saturday. Saturday is a special day. It's Saturday evening, and all of those facts rolled into one can only mean that it is time for Special Day Morning After Dark. We have a great show tonight. I am joined by uh, Adam Alba, who is with me for the morning show. And today we're going to have a very interesting guest on. His name is Jared, and he represents a group. Let me make sure I've got this right the anti-vaccine Lehigh's, which is something I hadn't heard of. Uh, Welcome back, Adam. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, Jared, uh, if you would just uh, introduce yourself, Um, we'd love to hear more about where you're from and uh, this group that you've started. Yeah, thank you. Wow. (laughs) I'm such a big fan of both of you guys. Uh, Dream come true to be on this podcast. Well, thank you. Awesome. Um, and I, I'm going to be honest, I was a little surprised. I guess I, we're on Zoom right now, and I thought I might be able to see, you know, the Lazarus in, in person finally. But I guess it looks like you're, you're wearing a mask and what I guess I would describe as like a long black cloak. Is that right? Yeah, that's about right. I, uh, the time is not right for my my ultimate reveal but yeah if you see in the background here I've kind of got my own my own studio in this uh this cave yeah it looks um, like a cave for legal purposes I have to say this is not the granite mountain vault contrary to what you might have heard uh oh. that's just a figure of speech for this type of show but uh I am in a vault of sorts um awaiting the day when I can be released uh which should come sometime after I record enough episodes of this podcast if the contract is correct. Very interesting. Well, great. I'm happy to be here. I mean, I can't say I'm too too exciting of a guy, you know? I live in Provo. I'm a salesman. I just live like a normal 9 to 5 lifestyle, you know. Yeah. Um and I mean, I'm sure you're going to get into this group. Uh, vaccines are a very, uh, let's say, interesting subject in the discourse right now. Um, but what I yeah. was most curious about, if I understood from your uh, audition that you sent in, you are actually quite old. I mean, I guess it depends on how you think about about age, you know? Like, so you guys can see me on the Zoom call. How old do you think I am just looking at me? What would you say? Oh, yeah. Um... You know, you look uh, to me like mid twenties. Yeah, I would maybe say maybe mid early thirties, mid late twenties. Yeah, same. Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, are you measuring time by you know how many uh, times the Earth has gone around the sun, or is it is it a different measurement for you? Um, it it is a little bit different for me actually. You know, I. For me, I age, like, I guess what a human would say, like, when someone ages a year, they look like a year older. But for me, it's more like every time, um, every time I make a sale, um, it ages me like one minute. Interesting. so you can tell I'm not a very good salesman. So... So what what stood out to me the most is that you referred to a human. Are you not human? I mean, I wouldn't call myself human wow. because I guess I age so slowly and not based on a, a lunar calendar, we might call it. Okay, so let me bring us up to speed. Your name is yeah. Jared. Mm-hmm. Uh, you look in human years like you're in your late 20s, we'd say. Uh, but you actually age based on your ability to make sales, which we have to get into for sure. And uh, you're not a very good salesman, so that's why you look fairly young. Yep, that's correct. So what do you sell? Um, I sell life insurance. 
Interesting. Yeah. Two, two I, humans? I personally don't have life insurance. Adam, did you have something you were going to say about that? I, I, I'm, I'm wondering who, uh, to, to whom you sell the life insurance. Just, just people around Provo? Yeah, just anyone I see. Oh, okay. Sell them some life insurance. Yeah, we should get into that. Um, just with your general background, you are currently living in Provo. Did I get that right? That's right. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I'm sure the the group that we have to talk about that everyone right now is probably just dying to hear about the anti-vaccine Lehigh's. Now, I know I grew up, I'm a member of the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, the Mormons. They use the Book of Mormon, which I'm sure anyone listening to this knows. Uh, but obviously, I, I see a striking resemblance in name to the anti-Nephi Lehi's. What is there a connection there? There, there is indeed a connection. Um, so uh, I'm assuming both of you are members of the church. Is that right? Yes. Uh, yeah, I am. And I just to point out, just to show my, uh, I guess, devotion, this is fairly um, a, uh, it's a, it's a good topic to discuss because this was fairly recent in our Come Follow Me manuals, um, the anti-Nephi-Lehi's. So, uh, oh, perfect. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm curious to hear the connection because it's fresh on my mind right now. Yeah, I mean, first of all, I I want to say great. Like, I wouldn't do a podcast if it wasn't with members of the church. Like, that's how you're really staunch I am. Yeah, yeah. So I grew up um, as an anti-Nephi Lehi. What really? Yeah. Well, you did say that you age differently, but that was a very long time ago. It was so long ago. Okay, go on. Sorry. Um, no, that's fine. Uh, so yeah, so I, I grew up as an anti-Nephi Lehi, um, you know, just hanging out with the fam. Um, and then I guess after a while, I just thought it was, it was time to go. Um, it's funny. So you, you know, you hear about the 2000 stripling warriors. Of course. Right. They're famous. Mm -hmm. The best warriors, my favorite warriors. I mean, they're not that great. Like what? Oh, I'm sure you have all sorts of stories we we could get into. But anyway, uh, yeah, continue. Mean, they're fine, but let's not like oh, let's not make them bigger than they are, right? Okay. So I was the 2001st warrior. Oh, I didn't I didn't read about you because you know the name clearly stops at uh, at the 2000 stripling warriors. Well, that's the thing. Like I didn't make the cut they were like if we had one more we could let you in but like we're kind of full right now so i was the 2001st warrior um they would have let me in but i mean 2000 is kind of like a nice round number so they said we'll wait and i just i felt like there wasn't really a place there for me anymore so i traveled the world selling life insurance <laughs> And brought me to Provo. Really? So, yeah. okay. I'm sure we have a lot of questions. First of all, mm -hmm. you're not one of those pesky three Nephites I always hear so much about, are you? No, 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 no. You're just kept alive by the power of life insurance sales instead of the power of uh, God. Exactly. Well, I mean, <laughs> maybe it is the power of God, you know? Uh, oh, hmm. hadn't considered that. I've met the three Nephites, though. They're... They're nice guys. Good to know. So, okay. I'm sure everyone is just screaming at their computers right now, begging me to ask. Book of Mormon geography. You said you were there. You wandered the earth selling insurance. Um, Pre-Columbian, I think. I'd have to look at the timeline. Where does the Book of Mormon take place? Are we talking uh, the narrow neck of land down in Mexico, top of South America? Are we talking about the mainlands of, of the United States, what we'd call now? What, where did it take place? We got to know. This is a great question. And I've been asked this question a lot. Um, the problem is, I can't really remember. It was like a little bit hazy. Um, I remember there being like some water nearby. I think I read about that. Yeah. And then some some mountains. 
I, I recall and those in the geography as well. Yeah, and some grass. Okay. Does that narrow it down? I, I think that narrows it down to either the um, Great Plains mainland theory or the uh, Central American theory. So we're back to where we started, but that's okay. Yeah, definitely um, one of yeah, those yeah, two. Um, I, I, are there two Camoras? Are there two Hill Camoras or not? I mean, is do we do we know that? Do you know that answer, Jared? The answer to that question. I mean, that's a really good question. I actually never. I wanted to meet this Moroni guy, but it wasn't in the cards. You know. I'm sure you wanted to sell him some life insurance. Yeah, I mean, he. Well, he didn't it. need any. I mean, there was no one. <laughs> there would have been no beneficiaries. Wait, right? unless. Did you go around selling life insurance with you as the beneficiary, knowing what would become of these great civilizations? Because that's a little, if that's the case, I don't know about that. You got me. That that was the plan. Wow. And is that why you didn't get very many sales? Um, I think it was probably a factor. I'm not going to lie. This um, is all, I'm sorry, this is all just... I was not expecting this today. I'm wrapping my mind around it. Um, I know. I mean, the first hard sell was that people didn't really understand what life insurance was. So it was like we had to do these seminars and meetings and and people just didn't understand. So it it was frustrating. Right. You're starting from, I mean, it's much like the stories we hear of the missionaries who go into non-Christian nations who have no groundwork to even start on to talk about the restoration. You were effectively a missionary going into um, uninsured nations, and you couldn't even just start talking about life insurance because they probably looked at you and said, insurance, what's that? Exactly, 100%. It's kind of like, have you guys seen the movie, uh, is it called The Other Side of Heaven? Oh, Uh, yeah. yeah. Anne Hathaway's Best. Exactly. Yeah. Anne's best movie. Um, By far. It was kind of like that, except no one bought any insurance at the end. Got you. Have Have they ever talked about making a movie about your tribulations trying to sell life insurance? You know, I've pitched it to a couple a couple people, and there's been some interest. There's been some interest for sure. Wow. I'll definitely have to keep an eye out for that. So how does this story end up with you involved with vaccines? Right. Okay. So, so here I am. It's the year 2016. Okay. I'm trying to sell this insurance so I can just age, you know, look my age a little bit more. Right. And I realized maybe what I was missing was like a club or a society of some sort, some kind of like kinship or brotherhood. You, you know what I mean? I know what you mean. No man is an island. Am I right? Right. Um, so I was just kind of like clicking around on Facebook and, and I saw this anti-vaxxer group. Um, and, you know, it caught my attention because I'm an anti-Nephi-Lehi. Right. You, you had the word anti in common. Exactly. Anytime someone says anti, I immediately like, I'm like, what's going on? Right. I so, mean, that, that's a lot. Let's see. Uh, what do we have? Anti-defamation league. Um, Anti-antichrist. Really I don't know. Antichrist. That... Antichrist. I, I didn't want to go that far. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah. So anyway, sorry, carry on. Yeah, so I found this anti-vaxxer group and I was like, this is this looks like this looks like my bread and butter, you know what I mean? This looks like something I could, you know, be a part of. Right. We all have to find a community of some sort in our lives. Mhm. But I guess I'm just not comfortable, you know, participating in things with people who aren't members of the church. Sure. Of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to take this on myself. I'm going to make my own group. We're going to do our own thing. And and that's that's kind of the genesis of it, I would say. That is uh, 
Well, that's really something. The first question that comes to mind is um, about the, you know, the etymology of anti-Nephi-Lehi. And I know that's been discussed um, because it's this group that was, I'm sorry, I, I'm a little rusty on some parts of the Book of Mormon. I need to uh, rededicate myself to it, but correct me if I'm wrong. The anti-Nephi-Lehi's were the pacifist group who was, uh, they were very into the teachings of Nephi and Lehi. Is that right? Um, that's correct. But they called themselves anti-Nephi-Lehi's, which has been discussed. Um, do you have any insights into that and how that might play into your discovery of the anti-vaxxers? I mean, if I'm remembering right, it was kind of just like we were just like spitballing names. And someone was like, what if we just put anti in front of it? Some some guy probably just saw like an ant. Yeah. But he didn't want everyone to know that he was just referring to an ant, so he turned it into anti. Yeah, because we, we got so many ideas. It was like the fighting Nephi-Lehi's, the not fighting Nephi-Lehi's. And like everyone was just so tired. It was one of those days where like we'd been in the room for so long. Was it, so was it like put to the vote? Because that's uh, it seems like a strange, a strange convention. Um, yeah, it was. Or was a it vote. just one one guy just said this is the name? Yeah, it was kind of like it was like like four fifty five on a Friday, and we were like, you know what, that works. <laughs> four fifty. Yeah, I mean, certainly you had. I have to assume that when we talk to you, you're probably referring to things, unless I'm mistaken, you're probably referring to things you had different names for altogether in those days, because I don't know if you had uh, our standard clock or Fridays. But. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, it's all kind of like I, I've been away from it so long, I just kind of put my current mindset, I apply that to the the past. And I mean, when you think about it, it's really kind of sad because if you don't have Fridays, you're missing an entire culture of people who can say TGIF, you know, or go to the restaurant and say, thank goodness, or thank gosh, it's Friday. Exactly. I remember the first time someone said that actually. And it was like, you were there major. Yeah. The first <laughs> time somebody said TGIF. The first time is his name was Joe. And well, he was like working in a coal mine. <laughs> and he, he was, said, I assume it was Friday and he was tired. It actually wasn't Friday, which is what? a weird thing. Yeah, it was Saturday. Well, he was really, his mind was like gone from the coal. Right. He probably had like black lung and uh, yeah, whatever the equivalent of that is for the human brain. Um well, this is so much, I mean, every time I think that I can't be any more surprised, you pull out another piece of trivia from all your travels. Um, I guess to bring it back though, so anti-interesting etymology, whatever, we don't have to get into that. Uh, when you found the anti-vaxxers, you were attracted by their name. Uh, but does that have anything to do with how you feel about uh, the efficacy of vaccines? Well, so that's an interesting story. So like I was saying before, back in back in my day, um, anti, you know, it was just kind of a thing we said. Right. So at first I didn't really realize, like, I didn't realize the connection to vaccines. Um, I was just like, hmm, looks like. It could be something for me. Right. But it turns out, yes, um, I am against vaccines okay. after educating myself. But it's, it's I, I mean, I know Twitter's going to go crazy. The internet's going to go crazy. I'm going to get canceled. But it, it's not it's not what you think. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm getting a little nervous right now because uh, I know it is a touchy subject. And a little bit. That somebody's going to say, hey, Laz, why are you giving that... Uh, that ancient anti-Nephi-Lehi a platform to talk about how vaccines are bad. But listen, this is a show where we we hear all sides. And uh, so I'll let you say your piece and then we'll talk about it. And, you know, that's why I wanted to come on this podcast because I was like, 
listen, they're not going to judge me. Seem very open-minded. Have you considered, have you like swung by uh, California to talk to Joe Rogan about this? Because he might be interested. Um, I mean, you might even be able to get on with another interesting guest, like a Ben Shapiro or Jordan Peterson type. Yeah, we've we've texted, but okay. I mean, it's just so far. Right. I mean, you've wandered for so long. I'm done. I'm done with it. So carry on. Right. Vaccines. So vaccines. So listen, I don't think vaccines are great, but that's just my personal feeling. You know, this is my like personal commitment to not get any vaccines or give any vaccines to any children that I might have. And uh, I mean, what in your research have you felt um, are the cons to vaccines? Um, you know, vaccines have been helpful in the past, but do we really need them anymore is what I'm saying. And do the costs outweigh the benefits? You know what I mean? The needles, the needles are really sharp. That's true. I'll, I'll give you that. Sharp. Um, so what hurts. are some of the what are some of the costs though? Like, are we talking about reactions? Are we talking about uh, autism? I mean, I want to hear your whole angle on this. Just let me have it. I this is a a safe place for all types of opinions. Uh, that's the kind of show it is. Thank you so much. Um, I actually prepared a little a little quiz to kind of get um, more awareness for vaccines. Is it oh, okay? Yeah. Yeah, you had uh, mentioned this in an earlier email. Um, go ahead. Are we exactly. answering the questions? How does this work? Yeah, so you guys answer the questions individually. Well, like you can you can say them out loud. Okay. Um, but both of you. And we're just going to see how much you really know about vaccines. Okay? okay. All right. Is eight questions true or false? Take out a pen if you want to. All right. And here we go. Okay. True or false question. Number one. Do vaccines cause, or sorry, vaccines cause autism? True or false? Um, Do you want us to, to say it right now or, or write it down? Yeah. Say it right now. Uh, false. This is yeah. Adam. Yeah. I was okay. going to say false based on what I know. That's two falses. That's correct. Okay. Vaccines don't cause autism. All right. Good to know. This was actually, this was kind of like a con for me. Oh. Because. You want, you wish vaccines would cause autism. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, uh, it's an interesting point, but I'm sure we can get to it. Uh, great. Pe I know great people with autism. You know what I mean? Sure. Sure. Uh, I think we all have those people in our lives. Um, it is a very odd stance, but I'll let you take it. Uh, what What Thank is you. the next question in the quiz, though? All right. Question two. Vaccines can kind of hurt your arm a little bit. Uh, true. That's true. Yeah, that's that's my main objection is uh, the needles. And the post. That's correct. Yeah. They do hurt your arm a little bit. Okay. So remember to be weighing the pros and cons here. Okay. All right. Number three. Vaccines led to the eradication of smallpox, one of the most contagious and deadly diseases in humans. Uh, this is Adam. That's uh, true as far as I know. Yeah, I okay. was going to say true. Two truths. That's correct. So that's a pro. I'll give you that. Okay. Yeah. And smallpox, who, who wants it? Who wants it? Not me. No. Okay. Doing good so far. Three for three. Number four. If you get a vaccine, your arm might feel a little sore for a few days afterward. Uh, true. I mean, I guess it depends on the vaccine, but yeah. True, yeah. Unless maybe there's a nasal spray. Isn't that a vaccine administration method now? I don't, I, I don't know. I think so, but I don't know if it's called a vaccine, but we'll um, we'll allow it. Okay. So, But it's true. So, yeah, it could, yes. cause, it could make your arm sore. Yeah. That's true. Or your butt. 
Sorry. Or your butt. Pardon my French. Well, I guess it is that kind of show. Yeah, a little bit. Okay. Number five. Getting many vaccines at a time can overload or weaken a child's immune system. Uh, you go first, Laz. Um, <laughs> well, I don't have any children of my own yet, um, but I'm going to say, based on my intuition, well... There was a time in my life when I was given a lot of vaccines at once, but I wasn't quite a child at that point. I I feel like they space them out. I'm going to just say true, and I'm sorry if that's not accurate. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I'm going to say false, but, you know, there's a lot – those the words uh, overload and weaken are doing a lot of work, so I don't know what you mean by that. But True. Uh, that's okay. the uh, the lawyer perspective. Yeah, yeah, you gotta you gotta define those terms. All right, I'm not gonna define them, but we'll we'll see who's <laughs> okay. right here. So, it is false. Oh man. Okay, you're canceled, Les. So, I'm canceled. Yeah. I'm sorry. Canceled. I Adam's I, pulling ahead. I guess I shouldn't even have kids at this Jeez. point because what's the what's the point? I'll just harm them. Anti-vax. Ooh. Anti-vax lads. I mean, I don't think I don't think it matters for being a parent, but we'll get to that. Okay. All right, number 6. If you're scared of needles, vaccines are scary. Uh, very very uh, true. True. Yeah. true. That's correct. Number 7. Vaccines contain mercury that could harm your child. I I don't know on this one, honestly. It's another one I'm a little embarrassed by. I don't really know the makeup of vaccines. Um, and also, if I'm putting on my thinking cap, you said mercury that could cause your harm to your child. Um, I mean, for all I know, they could contain mercury that won't cause harm to your child. So that's an interesting, interesting. Time. Um, yeah, I'm going to have to say false, though. Because I'm going to err on the side of caution. I don't want to be canceled for a second time on my own show. So, Okay. I'll say false too. That's correct. All right. Whew, that Va- was close. If I remember right, vaccines do contain mercury, but it's not harmful. Okay. So right on both counts. Sweet. All right. Number eight. Bill Gates wanted to start vaccinations in Africa as a form of birth or of population control. Hmm. I don't know where to begin with that. Um, Think about it. I've got an uncle on Facebook, Laz, who, uh, who could point you in the right direction on this. It's totally true. Man, I wish he came on the pod. No, I'm, <laughs> um, I'm going to go on the record and say that's false. But yeah, that's, that's kind of risky, given I, what I've I'm seen. I'm going to say that's false as well. I mean, I, I know Bill Gates has his own history of uh, whatever, but that seems a little harsh. And I don't even know if vaccines can prevent children. Depends on where you put the needle. That's true. That's, that's true. a good point. It's another lawyer perspective. I mean, are, yeah. where are we injecting this thing? Yeah. Got to think about all the, all the alternatives. But I'm, I'm dying to hear the answer. This one is actually true. What? This is really actually true. He said it it could help population control because it makes people healthier, and then they decide to have less children because they're not worried any of their children will die. Okay. Well, I guess from that angle, I can... I mean, it sounds so nefarious when you say population control, but... It does. People take it out of context sometimes. Okay. Don't get well, me wrong. I think Bill Gates is a good guy. Uh, that's good. But um, there you are. You have the facts. So now I guess maybe you can see, like, maybe the benefits don't outweigh the cost. You know what I mean? I, I'm i not sure. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm turning this over in my mind thinking if I missed anything, but it largely sounded like these things, like there was some misinformation about vaccines that wasn't true and that some of the concerns about vaccines were... 
um, more on the minor end, like being afraid of needles or having a sore arm. I, I don't know if, I don't know what you mean by the uh, costs outweighing the benefits in this case. I mean, that's one perspective. Okay. It's like, okay, we got rid of smallpox, right? Right. They're not going to hurt your child, right? Right. But your arm might be kind of sore. Oh, okay. I mean, I, like, you know, yeah, is it's... that the cross you're willing to bear is the question. You know, uh, it is for me. Um, okay, Adam. Yeah. Says yes. Um, I mean, I guess I see your line of reasoning, but I don't feel like it's a very strong one for me. I'm going to have to say that, yeah, I would, I guess I would bear that cross uh, to avoid getting some of these diseases myself. All right. Well, that isn't what a lot of people say. I'll be honest. Um, I wasn't going to tell you, but I haven't been super successful with the quiz. Okay. Um, but for it, me, it's a clear, a clear decision, you know. Is this similar at all to a quiz you would have used to try to sell life insurance? Did you derive that? <laughs> yes, it is. I, I have a quiz for life insurance too. Okay. And yeah. uh, you didn't have a lot of success with that. So you adapted it into this new anti-vax quiz that you don't seem to be having a lot of success with either. Exactly. I mean, not not to rub salt in your wounds, but... Um, no, I mean, let's call it what it is, you know? Well, okay. Um, it's kind of like, have you ever seen this, the, the YouTube show, or maybe it's on cable, the Billy on the Street? Yeah, yeah. Billy sure. Eichner. Uh-huh. So that's my method for for either selling life insurance or getting people to join my anti-vax group. So that's I a- run up to them in the street and I scream these questions at them. You scream them? Yeah. That's got to be um, way more jarring than what we just experienced because from my perspective, and I don't know, you can tell me if this is different from your point of view, but it seemed like we just kind of had a nice conversation talking all the way through the quiz. Right. But when you're on the street, you got to, you got to grab their attention, you know? Right. You're in New York city. It's hot. It's, it's bustling. There are cars honking everywhere. You stepped in a hot dog. Um, you got to, right. I know what you mean. mean. For for me, it's Provo, but same, same idea, you know? People walk into Smith's and you just got to grab their attention before they walk inside. Yeah, yeah I guess that, so. That makes sense. So that's my method. Um, to date, I have not been su- very successful. So I have a question though. You were selling life insurance because by potentially the power of God, selling life insurance uh, aged you, which in your case is something you want because you want to look your age as I'm sure we all, you know, want to look as we feel on the inside. Um, Does preventing people from getting vaccines also age you or what's the motive there? You just want some people in this group. I mean, I'm trying to, to think through your perspective on what your motivations are right now. I mean... I guess I'm going to be honest with you guys. I've never gotten anyone to join the group yet. Oh. Which is oh, part of the yeah. reason why I wanted to be on the pod. Right. To, you know, spread awareness a little bit. So, you know, you might be right. It might not be just a life insurance thing. It could be just like getting anyone to do anything. So getting people to follow so the group, you. Yeah, the, maybe. the group of the anti-vaccine Lehigh's is a one one-man show so far. It's a one-man show. Um, gotcha. I like to keep it slim. You know, I don't like to get. But you, you are know, still looking down for some with all this bureaucracy and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Okay. Right. You're um, you're sort of a. Uh, I don't want to put words in your mouth. You're kind of like a uh, libertarian of anti-vaccine nephites life insurance selling you could you could call me that yeah you could call me that but i mean like i was saying before it's it's not something that i'm trying to push push on people or you know i don't want it to be a a huge movement i just 
it's like a it's something I've taken on myself. So I'm not going to get vaccinated. My kids aren't going to get vaccinated. But if they want to vaccinate their kids, they can do that. Okay. Um I I think this is a good point to I mean we've kind of heard your uh, your perspective on uh, all the vaccines. I'm sure we have a lot more questions, um, but kind of to go in a different direction, I'm just still thinking about your entire past and all the things you must have experienced wandering mm. the earth for so many years. Um, totally. Speaking of family, do you, I mean, have you had one family, lots of families along the way? Uh, you mentioned kids. Is that hypothetical? Tell us about that. Yeah, so I'm actually married, have a couple kids. Um, only married once. How uh, recently or back in your day? It was five years ago. Okay, so right before you found the vaccine group. Exactly. It was just a point in my life where I realized I had to settle down, start a family, and get things moving. You chose Provo, as uh, a lot of people might if they were looking to settle down with a family. Right. And you, uh, you've been married five years. Uh, I mean, I, I just don't know. Like, I don't, I'm not one to jump to calling things problematic or anything like that. But does your wife, I'm a, sorry, speaking of problematic, I just assumed that you were married to a woman. But based on the fact that you are a member of the church, that seems likely. Canceled um, again. I, I know. I'm stepping all over these landmines. The real question you know. I'm trying to get at, though, is uh, does your wife know that you are an ancient being? Um, she does not. Is she going to listen to this show? I hope not. Um, okay. But she doesn't really listen to me anyway. So okay. I think we're good. <laughs> I think, yeah, she, she's, um, we got married, um, you know, it was great, but she doesn't really like to hear about, you know, me telling stories and stuff. She's like, oh, you again. And she'll start watching Grey's Anatomy. So, um, you know, we've, I've dodged that bullet. I guess someday it'll come back to bite me. Yeah. I mean, that was, I don't, that sounds like a very healthy uh foundation for a marriage too we're very happy okay yeah i I was being a little facetious but i'll take your word on it i was taking yeah i i took it as sincere oh wow i mean you came from a different time i'm sure that uh a lot of values have changed since you've wandered the earth yeah for sure i mean yeah is it normal to talk to your wife now I I mean I'm married. I would say yeah. I, Adam probably yeah, would agree. I I found that um my wife appreciates it when uh, I don't lie and I'm honest with her. It's you know not just my wife. Like uh, a lot of human connections so far. That's been my uh that's been that's my right. my findings. Yeah, I'm, yeah I'm write I, that down. I concur. Um. I got to say, though, she must find something special about you if uh, she just literally ignores you all the time and watches Grey's Anatomy, but still sticks around. Uh, I work out a lot. Oh. Yeah. I mean, have you been working out the, the entire time you've roamed the earth? Oh, yeah. I mean, listen, I've run all across the country. I've lifted rocks really heavy rocks for a good portion of my life. You know, it's just part of who I am. I I like to keep it, keep it tight, as they say. Uh, well, I mean, everyone is attracted to something and uh, who am I to, you know, shame someone who's just in a relationship for looks? You know, if you have happy marriage and uh, kids and things seem stable, I mean, I'm just assuming the best here. But uh, who am I to judge? Exactly. I mean, and that's what I love about the pod. Again, no judgment. I can have a relationship with my wife that doesn't involve talking. And you guys aren't going to judge me, right? Uh, No. I mean, not heavily. 
I mean, maybe a little, but a little bit. you'll have to excuse me. That's just a natural reaction. We all have these uh, these sort of uh, first impressions that we have to overcome when presented with more information. Right, right. I get that. I totally get that. Is is uh, is your wife on board with the um, anti-vaccine message? Um, I asked her about it one time. She was like, like if she wanted to join, and she was like, no, thanks. Okay. And that's where it ended. Do you yeah. ever clash with that with having kids? Um We haven't so far, you know. We haven't as far as I know, we haven't vaccinated them. But I also don't see my kids very often. Yeah. So what are you doing all the time? I'm out selling. Oh yeah, you gotta pavement. keep the hustle up. Yeah. Um I'm working out, obviously. So hmm. those rocks aren't gonna lift themselves. Yeah. They're, they're not. They're Listen, not. They're I don't know if to. you're you're up to date with the uh, latest trends, um, but lately, actually, climbing rocks has been pretty popular way to uh, hit the gym without needing to, you know, pick up barbells or do repetitions. A lot of people are climbing up on rocks these days, and and by rocks, I mean largely uh, plastic and rubber. See that I'm very much against actually that. That's not natural this to is, me. This is one of your principles. This is one of I have I have a list of principles and this is one of them. This is I think if if God wanted us to climb mountains, he would have made it easier. And if we're trying to yeah, have you seen that that movie Free Solo? Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't. Oh. So I think it's awful. Un- it's unnatural. Totally unnatural. So we, sh- that- we should have been born with ropes is what you're saying. If God wanted us to do that. Exactly. Well, he didn't use ropes. No. Yeah. But, yeah. But that makes Which it Which is why it was worse, unnatural. Like, yeah. So presumptuous. Right. You know? I mean, I did say once to my wife in a grocery store that if God wanted us to use shopping carts, our feet would be wheels. <laughs> Exactly. That's something, another, something like that. You know what's crazy? That's another one of my principles. Really? Yeah. We're going to have to talk about that after the show because I have some thoughts. We can, yeah, we can, um, we can compare our principles. Well, uh, another question I had, and we're about wrapping up on time. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll fire off a few more, but just talking about that general line of reasoning with your principles. You say that uh, if God wanted us to climb mountains, it would be easier. Um, do you think that God's natural path for us is the path of least resistance? Does that philosophy carry out from just rock climbing, or what, how do you feel about that? I think like God, God like He gave us some stuff to do, like selling life insurance, making podcasts, things like that. Sure. I'm not saying these are like the easiest things, but I don't think he wants us like messing around in the mountains. You know what I mean? He's like, all right, I gave you your stuff down there. Just stay down there. Right. We've had a lot of advancements like um, TGI Fridays and uh, Bill Gates' wonderful computing machines. Um, and I guess you could say that God has given us those things to take us out of nature, although I'm not sure I agree, but I guess I understand your point. Yes, exactly. God gave us Bill Gates so we wouldn't have to climb mountains anymore. So how does that... I guess this kind of brings the whole thing full circle in your very interesting life and somewhat uh, odd beliefs is uh, vaccines are a miracle of modern science, um, but you seem to reject those while embracing all of the other things God has given us. Do you have a an opinion about, I mean, did God give us vaccines or do you have any insights on their origins if you don't, if you're not into them? Yeah, that's a good point. You know, I think God did give us vaccines, but it's kind of like, I mean, think about my parents. God gave us weapons, but True. they were like, they hit pause on that I mean, for a generation. Yeah, you could say God gave you the weapons, or you could say that like they were created by a temptation of man to slaughter his fellow man, which is kind of, you know, of the devil. 
Uh, I don't know. I guess I I don't know if I say guns, you know, people say guns don't kill people. People kill people. Um, Am I right? I I mean, I'm not saying I say that. I don't need to be canceled again, but uh, I I guess if if I could. Yeah, if I could see one coherent uh, philosophy, it's that, uh, you know, um, vaccines cause pain. You're against those. Climbing rocks is hard, so you're against those. So it's like, you know, God wants us to do what's easy. I mean, when you put it that way, it sounds like I'm just being lazy. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, no, I this is a judgment-free zone, and I'm a very lazy person myself. So I'm not disagreeing. This is a judgment-free zone, but I do just have to say, I mean, I, I'm not questioning your work ethic or your hustle, but you haven't been great, as you said, at selling insurance or getting people to join the anti-vaccine Lehigh's. And uh, I mean, you could attribute that to a lot of things, but... Heaven knows there are plenty of people selling life insurance and plenty of people starting anti-vaxxer groups. So could the problem be maybe with how difficult it is for your work ethic? Again, no offense meant, uh, just just asking that line of questioning. That's a, that's a great point. So you think I've been cursed to live on this earth because I haven't worked hard Well, enough. not cursed. I just mean maybe... You're wandering the continent for a couple hundred years. You have a lot of rocks to lift and some other activities you would much rather do. And maybe you just, uh, you know, your your life insurance quiz uh, slash vaccine quiz, not the most effective. I'm just saying I'm not a big uh, proponent, not a big pusher for like a meritocracy, but you probably could have put a little more polish into some of those things. but again, I'm not going to blame you for the circumstances. I can't imagine it's easy to sell life insurance to people who don't understand it. So I right. should probably just stop now because I, I really don't want to offend you. Um, but it no, does kind of sound like you don't like to do really hard things. This is great. This is great feedback, honestly. So I guess the moral of this this whole podcast is that I need to work harder to get to heaven and if I do that, I can get to heaven. Sure. Wonderful. I I don't know if that's <laughs> do you hear where that, I was. Listeners? I don't know if that's where I was going, but I mean, it, it really just work depends hard, on sure. on you, your hard work. That's religious uh, capitalism. I don't know if that's consistent with uh, <laughs> with what uh, King Lamoni was taught by Ammon, uh, but um, if that's what you want to take from it. I mean, all I'm saying, if I can just, you know, (laughs) sum up my point is, uh, you know, put a little effort in. It's really the last, those, that last 5% of the details that seems to really shine through, you know, like there's like, you did the 95% work of marrying your wife, having kids and staying married for five years. But like, maybe that last 5% could be talking to your wife and seeing your children. You know what I'm saying? It's just I that do. it's just that final cherry on the on the Sunday. I do get it. Wow. This has been an enlightening experience. Thank you guys. Yeah, I'm I'm glad to hear you've had a great time. Um I think that's about it and, for our well, time. And, and if I if I if I may, if if your wife loves you, I I think that she will be happy to hear that you are a semi human being who's lived for hundreds of years. I mean that's that's not a, that shouldn't be a deal breaker for anyone. Wow, that means a lot. And you have a natural in. I mean, you see her; she's watching Grey's Anatomy. They mention something about the, um, you know, they say, "Oh, this this patient was an elderly man, and his heart shut down." And then that's your in. You go, you sit down Just by her, and you say, in. "Hey, you know, some people's heart gives out after they've lived the average human life expectancy, but." I actually have something you might not know about me, which is that I age based on selling insurance and possibly getting people to join anti-vax groups. This is great. I'm writing this all down, by the way. So you you guys can, I'll, I'll check in again and tell yeah, you how things well, went. We'd love to have you back. Um, like I was saying, this is about the end of our time, but if anyone has any final thoughts, I mean, I think we've kind of summed up 
our advice for you. Uh, you're a very interesting person. I'm glad you were on the show. I hope that everything works out. I, I hope you don't sell too much insurance because we don't want you to uh, age and die before we get a chance to see you again. Um, oh, that's so sweet. Do you have anything you'd like to uh, plug for the end of the show? I know Adam got in a little plug for his Twitter account in the morning. Uh, if there's anything you want to plug, the time is yours. We'll call this uh, this, this segment uh, Shameless Self-Promotion. Okay. Um, I, wow. I didn't think I would be plugging this at the end of this podcast, but I guess I'm plugging hard work, you know? Wow. Get out there, get your hands dirty, climb some mountains, um, maybe to get to heaven. We don't know. Um, you can also follow this guy, Adam DN Roberts on Instagram. He doesn't post very much, so you might be disappointed. Um, but check him out. He's, he's great. Yeah, that's, that's great. It sounds like you've really, uh, had a big change of heart in the last three minutes. It's it's been crazy. Wow. I mean, if anyone if anyone's thinking about coming on the pod, listen. Life changing. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, and I think that's about it for us tonight. Uh, I'll just do my little bit of uh, housekeeping here. If you listen to the morning show, you've heard all this, so you can probably just uh, turn it off. But. Uh, Thanks for listening to Special Day Morning After Dark. That was a conversation you just heard with myself, Laz, Adam Alba, and uh, Jared. Um, And we will have all of uh, their information in the show notes. As for me, uh, please, please remember to rate, review, and subscribe. As cliche as that is, it helps out a lot. Uh, I think that's primarily on Apple Podcasts. I listen through Pocket Casts, and I know I can't review, but uh, subscribe where you can, review where you can. Follow me, Laz, on Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, at Mormcore. Or visit my website, laserost.net, still under construction, but you can fill out a form. Uh, Also check out Hivecast, which I do with the wonderful Camilla Stark for the archive and art group that we co-founded. And uh, we didn't have any conspiracy theories or paranormal experiences or questions this week. But in two weeks, when we are on again, if you want to... Submit any of those to anchor.fm slash mormcore, or you can email an audio file to laz at laseros, L-A-Z-E-R-O-S dot net. And uh, that's that's about it for the sign-off. So uh, thank you, everyone. It's been great.